Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Hi and welcome to another episode of An Englishman, An Irishman and a Scot with me, Susie Mack. What's going on? Nathan Caton from London. Boop, boop, boop. (laughs) (laughs) And it's your Irish guy out in LA. I'm Billy Halpin. It's really weird that this is the first time that we've actually all... Um, kind of filmed and we can actually see each other we've seen each other before but this is the first time we're we're actually like doing something for the podcast for some reason the moment that we started recording Nathan's quality just went down for me but I can see you I can still see you but like like, it's it's how it's gonna be now get used to it (laughs) it's only gonna get worse it's like you're back on 2G or 3G for some reason I don't know why but it might just be there's a hamster on a wheel and the hamster's dead as long as I can see you. Maybe he's blurred out all the turtles that are behind him just for uh, security reasons. <laughs> yeah, we, we never, we, like, we've had loads of, co- we've had so many conversations, like uh, meetings and stuff like that, and we've never noticed, me and Billy have never noticed the amount of turtles that are behind Nathan. I, but, but, but hold on, this has been obvious. Like, you, you guys know that I'm a Turtles fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But I've seen the poster, I've seen... The purple thing um, and the back, yeah. but uh, I've never seen all those. I don't want to call them teddy bears, but they are. teddy turtles, soft teddy toys. Turtles? They are action toys. figures. Action <laughs> figures. Um, they can't do much. They're soft play action figures. No, that basically, you guys, you know, if you think this is something you've seen, you've seen nothing yet, this is the tip of the iceberg. I've got. Shit, I've got so much turtle stuff, it's ridiculous. By the way, if anyone, uh, Billy, if you know any producers who are like on working on the next Tales movie, hook a brother up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no worries. I'm actually working on it. <laughs> Don't tease Surprise. me now, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like your ideal project to work on. Oh, mate, if I did that, that's it. Mama made it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Susie, I can't believe this is our first time doing a video, video together and you're you're, they're not. We don't get to see them. We don't get to meet them. What the the, the turtles yeah. or my boobs? No, you're very you're very covered up for the first time I've ever seen in a video. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, they're here. Oh, hey, there they are. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> the screen's all blacked out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, normally at this point of the podcast, I'd be saying 
like every week we delve into headline news but let's be honest covid it's made us kind of quite isolated boring people so because we're locked down uh, we're going to change things up a bit we're going to change the way we do the podcast so our producers throwing us a news story it's going to give us a topic each week and we're going to begin the story with um what has hit the news this week so this one's a news story so here it is. Are you ready for the first one? Um, a special SAS unit has been trained to respond to an alien invasion of Earth. A special unit of around 20 troopers. I love the word trooper. I just think it's a really cute word. I just love it anyway. Oh. I thought you said troopers there for a second. That'd be amazing. I do speak English. Um, it is ready to tackle alternative threats. They've been trained to use non-lethal weapons against a variety of potential threats, including aliens. A source told the Daily Star, we've gone really high, I actually used to work for the Daily Star. I actually used to work for them, so it really is such a credible source. Um, No, I swear I did. I worked worked as a video editor for the Daily Star for a while. It was when I was trying to work out what the hell I was doing in my life, and it put me off journalism. Um, um, That the SAS has been prepared... To do anything to any threat. Okay, so we'll get we've got twenty troopers that are ready to tackle the aliens. <laughs> Discuss. Okay, well, I mean, I don't get how that works because you don't know what the aliens are coming with. Yeah. So yeah, so basically, the, the training is pointless. What if they're like training with guns, and then the aliens come, and turns out the aliens are you can't shoot them because no, no, because the aliens, you no, know, they're resistant to, to bullets and shit, like. How can you train for something if you don't know what you're training for? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're meant they're... to be able for any. They're meant to be ready for anything. But they don't know anything because they're aliens. They could have anything. <laughs> anything could be anything. So they might they might be ready for anything. They might be here already. They might be invisible. You might uh, be one. It's been said before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 um, I tell you who definitely is an alien, right? Um, you know, uh, Susie, you know that uh, the Chris Chris Whitty, the uh, the health guy for the pandemic. <laughs> Have you seen him? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, he looks like he's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he, he looks, knows too much, doesn't he? Yeah, well, you know, he's either he's either an alien or dodgy as fuck. He, he's he's done stuff. <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about this recently. I've been thinking about the fact that there's so much that we don't know. And these politicians yeah. are being like, they, they know, they know if the aliens exist, they know that aliens exist. And again, they could be aliens. Right. But like, it, it's just weird to think. Imagine like being a norm, growing up as a normal human being in a small town or something like that. And then getting a job in politics and then, once you get to the top of it, you get let into, let into this secret society, secret circle or whatever, and then you find out like about all this shit that's going on that we don't even realise is going on. Like That terrifies me. How could you handle yeah. that as a person from like someone like Nicola Sturgeon, Scottish, she's from like Irvine, which is a small seaside town, and now she knows like what's going on and what Trump has for his breakfast. Like There's just so much mad stuff that yeah. is like you would, I wouldn't be able to comprehend it. They bring you into a room and they're like, okay, it's finally time to tell you. And then they just like start ripping, taking their face off. And they're like, wow. <laughs> I, I actually listened to like a, it was a rant and it was by um, someone that's um, signed to Kanye West label. And they said that like when you get to a certain level of fame, it's fucked up. Like 
they're you know the stuff that they do and deal in and stuff it's like crazy like you a normal person would never be able to understand it blows my mind i can't help it i'm from paisley <laughs> did you have to like sign like a sign, sign a disclaimer you know like you once you're in that's it you can't say shit the person out of us that's closest to knowing this shit is you billy halpin you live in hollywood i can't say anything he says something and a sniper just takes him out of nowhere (laughs) yes they're here they're here Um, do you guys believe in like aliens but I do yeah I definitely do I think there's 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 got to be something else out there the universe is so massive isn't it but then they could do you reckon there's like another like because obviously we're in this galaxy, in another galaxy, whatever. There's like a another like Earth-like planet where there's human beings as well. One hundred percent. And they're probably watching us going, "There's no fucking way I'm going near that place." Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, thing that, the thing that solidified me believing in aliens is when I watched Katie Price go to um, Area is it Area Fifty One? <laughs> what? And hunt for aliens. That was just. That's when you realise there's such things as aliens. When Katie Price told him. That's a UFO source. Wow, Susan. <laughs> the closest we have to that, I'd say, in Scotland and as part of the UK, is there's an island called St. Kil- St. Kildens. It's like the oh. farthest a- island up at the top of the north of Scotland. Like, you can't, there's nothing else, and then it's just sea. And they've got an MI5 base on that island. And like, there's nothing else there. People used to live on it, but they stopped living on it. I learned this all because I watched Ramesh, um, Ranganathan's thing at, at Christmas. And I watch a lot of TV, by the way. This is how I learn stuff. <laughs> Clearly, I learn about aliens. <laughs> but, not, but not from documentaries. <laughs> just Katie Price stuff. Katie So no, I watched I watched that and uh, and like uh, it freaked me out because I was like, why do they why do they have an MI five or whatever MI six or whatever? Is it what is the difference between five and six? I know one, one. number. <laughs> one. But yeah. I, know, I know that. Um, but like, what is the difference? Like with yeah. that kind of MI six got a better camera than MI five. <laughs> <laughs> You guys don't know enough about this shit. You should know. You'd that. have to ask Katie Price. You should tweet, tweet <laughs> Katie Price. She'll, exactly. she'll tell you. She, she knows that stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to Google this right now. They do different things. That's the answer to that. It's not one. That they are both intelligence agencies, but they do different things. Okay. That you can okay. Get something to oh wow. Oh. Um, glad, glad we cleared that one up. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point, though? What's the point in thinking about it? What's the fucking point? I mean, well, uh, the day they come. But like, what, what are we going to do the day they come? I'll take it. I'll be like, yeah, what, what's it like up there? I know. Maybe this is, maybe this is what's happening right now. With all the, we're, we're all getting microchipped to go, to, to, go to, uh, <laughs> to, to the next planet. Have you been reading my family's WhatsApp messages? <laughs> mate, that's the kind of sh- my stepdad. He's he proper on it, mate. He, he'd rather listen to like these WhatsApp messages than like actual like <laughs> scientists and stuff. Because like, no, no, Bill Gates is trying to track us. But he doesn't care what you're doing in bloody West London, Middlesex, mate. Get on with your job. <laughs> yeah. But we're already getting tracked. This is the thing. Like, it's not going to make a difference. Like, we're already getting tracked so much. Like, everything we do is getting tracked. And I'm, again, we've talked about this before. I don't really care. Track me. My life's not that interesting. I take my dog a walk and I go to the supermarket. That's it. 
if anyone from I don't know MI five, MI MI six, now that we know what they do, if they if they've been uh, tracking my uh, my camera on my laptop, I just want to apologise for uh, anything you may have seen. <laughs> Yeah. Like that, by the way, so be careful. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't me. I, I was being controlled by aliens. <laughs> Very horny <So>, aliens. <laughs> basically, they've actually deployed. Sorry, just got to go back to the story. They've deployed people to do this. Apparently, in 2018, it emerged that the British defence experts had spent 50 years trying to catch a UFO so they could use the tech to build new super weapons. I mean, <clears throat> I I, I, it feels like they've been watching Independence Day a bit too much. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, how, how do you prepare for aliens? You don't know what they're capable of. And also, you, I mean, why do we always assume that aliens are coming to attack us? How do you know they're not just coming to be like, hey, what's up, man? We've been yeah. building this shit for the last how many years to try and come to you guys. You know, do you not receive any of our calls? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, think I, saw any, I think I saw a spaceship. Really? Okay, hold on. Yeah. Susie, okay, was was this the time when you were drinking? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it actually was. <laughs> okay, me- now, was, was it big and fluffy? Was there water coming out of it? What, 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 are, you, what, are, you, what are you suggesting here? W- were you looking at the clouds? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was in a car. Um, I used to date this um, grime MC. And I was in a car and we were driving to one of his gigs and we were driving up the motorway. I think it was in Norwich or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really I heard of lots of aliens in Norwich. The epicenter of aliens is Norwich. <laughs> and I remember being in the car. Imagine that. Of all the places in the whole world to attack. Knowledge. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I was in the on the motorway and we just saw, like, this thing just, like, it wasn't a plane. It wasn't a plane before anyone says it, but it was so weird. Like, it was just like this this thing just flying above us in the flying, waterway. Fine. All right, not a helicopter. No, you can tell the difference. It was just this kind of like round thing in the sky and then it like floated a balloon. away. And then it went away. Was it a balloon? <laughs> I don't think it was a balloon, but I definitely was drinking at the time. I think it was quite pissed in the car, to what, be fair. What, 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 what yeah. colour was it? Like a kind of, just like a bright light, like a kind of goldy light in the sky up to the left. I keep pointing that way, up to the left. I remember just clearly seeing that. Me and him were like, me and him were like, oh my God, what is that? Like the two of us, like, <laughs> But um, he has been known to smoke a few, you know. <laughs> I may have been oh. passively high. Right, so he was high, you were drunk, you were both in a car <laughs> driving on a motorway. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah. What wait, could wait. go wrong? <laughs> I mean, wait I, all the news are going to be trying to get in touch with you now, Susie, with this scoop. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you're still alive. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, it's Ben Bidwell here, otherwise known as The Naked Professor. I'm popping up to say the brand new series of The Naked Professor's podcast is now live. We're all about having deep and vulnerable discussions about what's really going on and how people are really feeling and dealing with the challenges in their lives. Each episode features a roundtable of incredible guests. You can expect to hear things like this. You know, the father I was a year ago is different to the father I am now. Past months have been more up and down than I've ever experienced. My stress levels have been elevated since the show came out. I've been working really hard to try and hold the good and the bad in my life at the moment. These conversations are more important now than ever before. So if you want to tune in, then subscribe to the Naked Professors podcast wherever you found this one. I'm not scared of aliens. Like, do you know what? Life is fucking... It would be a bit more exciting if we did have some aliens enter into our lives considering we're all locked in right now and we can't do anything. So I'm, I'm I'm actually up for spending some time with an alien if you're up there. Well, I will if they wear if they wear a mask. I'll let it, your girl. <laughs> if they wear a mask, I will. I will. Imagine that with your job though, tracking aliens. So you're back, you're back, you're back. You froze for me for a second. Who did? I did. Yeah, you did. You're fine. Alien interference. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I I was saying, what would how what a weird job to be like training for an alien attack that would be a pretty like how crazy would that be that's your job i wouldn't know what they were doing like what kind of training yeah. are you doing hit classes <laughs> <laughs> zumba <laughs> keep better yeah exactly like i'm just trying to think like if i've had any really super weird jobs like that of like being even like that, I've <laughs> been like chasing aliens. <laughs> no, I worked in um, a shoe shop. Point. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just thinking about weird jobs that I've had that are like so unlike me, like in life. Like um, I, uh, when I was about fifteen, sixteen, well, I worked in a hairdresser for one day, and. Um, I didn't like washing people's hair, so I'd stop that one. When and then I did a, like a kind of spell of when I was seventeen in school, I went to work at like I don't even know if it's is it a brewer's fair, like a harvestery type. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember 
I burnt my fingers on the plate, so I hated that. And then <laughs> they told me to go. They told me to go and get take it to table twelve or something. So I went to table twelve and I put the plates out, and there was a whole fam. <laughs> There was a family of people sitting at table 11 and it was for them. But because it said table 12, I just put the plates out on table 12. So they're all sitting there going, um, I think that's our dinner. <laughs> and was so was nobody sat at table 12? <laughs> nobody was sat at table 12. They were at <laughs> some wrong number in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gave the dinner out to the wrong table. <laughs> they're like, that's it. You're like, it's not yours. It's not. <laughs> It's not. It's tables. Nobody at the table. Sorry, guys. It's the invisible family rudeness. <laughs> and then I worked, I worked for that as well when I was trying to work out what we wanted to do in life. I worked for it. Like I thought, oh, I can do stuff to do with social media and digital stuff. So I started working for this hairdressers, and they wanted me to take over their socials and like build up their social media profile and stuff. And I took it on. On the first day, I started. I was changing their Facebook page and from a personal page to a business page and mm. all the pictures that they've they've had for like f- like 5 to 10 years all just disappeared and I never went back the next day. <laughs> wow. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So that's twice you've gone to work in a hairdresser and only lasted one day. Yeah. They're like, is that that girl that came before that we that washed <laughs> hair for one day? Yeah, she only <laughs> last one. Day. Oh, oh, here she is and then she's gone again. <laughs> She comes in and ruins it. Have you done any weird jobs? Uh, yeah, loads of weird jobs. My weirdest job was um, putting um, barcodes on the back of Teletubbies in Australia, in the back of um, a Sydney airport. Sticking, what? Sticking, te- sticking barcodes on Teletubbies. <laughs> that sounds like a drug smuggling plan. It kind, of, it kind of felt like it, actually. We were all behind... We were at one of those outside of one of those big crates, and we were sticking barcodes on Teletubbies, and somebody was walking around with a bucket, it's like squeezing water on our heads because it was so hot. That sounds like the closest thing to alien interaction. <laughs> Probably was, yeah. Were you sticking ecstasy tablets in there as well at the same time? <laughs> well, no, we're keeping them for ourselves. <laughs> That's what kept you going. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, have you had any strange ones? Uh, strange. My first job. Not women, just jobs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I've had those too. Um, oh, actually, speaking of women, right? My first job, uh, I worked at Marks and Spencer's when I was like 16. Um, and wow. uh, they put me. I, I know, I know. Do you know how hard it's it is? Do you know how hard it is to get a job at Marks and Spencer's? They go through like psychoanalytical and analysis testing and all that to get a job at Marks and Spencer's. I don't have the personality for that. Hey, you do. I'm I made done. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they put me in the on the uh, the women's lingerie section, right? Hey. I, this, is this a dream or a joke? No, seriously, this they put me there. Right? When I first, when I first year old boy, first job, put him on lingerie. <laughs> Mate, I, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing, but they put me there. I didn't say no, obviously. Right? And when, I first, when they first told me, I was, I was gassed. I was like, oh man, I'm in the lingerie section, right? And then one of my mates like, uh, bruv, have you seen the women who buy lingerie from M&S? There's no, it's not going to be like 16, 17, 18 year old. It's going to be like y- your grandma's friends. I was like, shut so up, bruv. I was so offended. I literally ordered Marks and Spencer's lingerie today. So I'm so offended. <laughs> 
Rejected by this. Most no, okay. This was this, this was uh back in like different, uh, yeah, different era, different era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's fine. M and S is probably you know the, the, the up their game now. And it's it's not just any lingerie; it's M and S lingerie. So yeah, but yeah, by the time yeah, it was literally just like people who my, my grandma's age buying lingerie, and I was like, this is shit. I thought I was gonna like meet bare girls, and I didn't. I'd submit like grandma's acquaintances. Amazing. Oh, when they come up to you going, what size am I? <laughs> can you help me? Can you take your face out of those pants? <laughs> Where's Nathan? He's in the cloakroom again. Shut up! Um. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like I always feel like, and I don't know about you guys, but um, with any job I've ever done, I've always felt like at some stage somebody's going to be like, "Mum, out." Like 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 James Brown, get a blanket, just put it over you, and lead you off. Yeah, just be like, come on, out. We we worked you out, out. Get out. Yeah. Why did it take so? Why is it taking so long? I love that. I love that you've kind of just like bullshitted your way through your life. Yeah. I I feel feel the same, buddy. I feel the same. I feel like after (laughs) fifteen years of stand, I feel like I've been blagging it. Yeah. And they keep giving me money for chatting shit. Like, I go on stage, chat shit for 20 minutes, and I hear some money. I'm like, are you sure? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, if you say so. But like, do you know what you're doing? No, no idea. No idea. <laughs> I never have. I've never had any idea. How long did it take both of you to work out what you wanted <clears> to? <throat> like, or, like, I'm even saying that, like, the jobs you're doing right now are what you want to do, like, forever. <laughs> It's, it's not, not definitely not. Not for me. Definitely not. I'm near the end, one hundred percent. Not not of life, hopefully. That took a bleed turn. Bloody <laughs> Not of life, hopefully, but this career definitely I don't think I can do for much longer. What are you gonna do in LA then? Yeah. What else would you do? Probably just dance. Just go back to my <laughs> dancing days. I don't know. That's the problem. I don't know what else what else I would do. I don't know. Could be one of those people that like sell the the dance on the corner with the signs. I love that. I love. I've gone from being a TV successful TV producer to spinning signs (laughs) on the side. Like there's no in between. Like (laughs) yeah, you hit rock bottom. You've fallen hard, Billy. What what your what your transferable skills? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I'll get this. I'll get the sign. <laughs> That's a skill in itself. I love that. That's one of my favourite things about going to America, even though I've only been once. It's just that you look out the car window and there's somebody giving it lousy, like wrapped up. In oh, yeah, they are amazing. They yeah. are amazing. I saw one of those guys today. Well, not, obviously not in New York or LA, but um, so I went to the supermarket and outside there was a guy he was uh, trying to raise money for charity. He was dressed up as a clown, right? Had a bucket and he was giving it, giving it large while wearing a mask and a visor. I was like, bro, that is, <laughs> I mean, oh, man. I mean, during regular times, that's bad enough. But during a pandemic, like, mate, you have drawn the short fucking straw for this one, man. Like, dressed up as like, no one gives a shit, mate. Everyone's in a mask, you know, no one, no one cares about charity. Everyone's just going about their business and getting home. And you got to be doing all that. I, I I applaud the enthusiasm, but mate, it's not going to happen. It's tough times, though. Mm, I felt I felt so bad for him. I was like, oh, mate. Did you give him any money? 
course I fucking did it. <laughs> Drive past him. Yeah, exactly. So, so, oh, look at him. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's looking at me. He's looking at me. He's looking at me. He's looking yeah. at me. Yeah. I, really yeah. To, I really struggle to walk past homeless people uh, when I'm in London, especially Scottish ones. I really, something just tugs at my heartstrings and I want to give them money any time of the day or night or whatever. I've so many times when I've been drunk, I've given Scottish homeless people. There's loads of Scottish homeless people in London. I don't know why. I literally don't know why. But I always get, I always have to stop, especially if I hear the accent. I've heard, I'm like, what? I'll, I just turn around and go, where are you from? And they're like, Glasgow. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then I always give them money. I can't help it. I just cannot help it. Anyone else, don't give a fuck. So if it uh, goes, where are you from? You have to work out. Um, if go, can you give me some money? You have to work out where they're from before you decide if you're going to give them money or not. Me or Billy? Yeah. You. So you. Oh, yeah, no, you, no. you, no, don't drag me. You, 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 start, you did it. You would it, not me. I don't I would know. Give to, I give to everybody. I would give to everybody, but you're just Scottish people. Fine. It's fine. Bill, you don't give to anyone. Stop talking shit. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I once uh, kicked over uh, a beggar's cup of money. It wasn't on purpose. It was, a, it was an accident. I was coming out of a supermarket. It was actually, I was, I was in, a, I was in Edinburgh, right? Um, <laughs> I came out of Sainsbury's, I think it was, and I was in a rush because I had to get back to the airport because I had a gig in London. Uh, and I didn't see there was a, a homeless guy who sat right there uh, with his cup. And I, I basically just walked right over his like belongings home and I just knocked over his cup full of coins and stuff. And then I had to, um, obviously, I didn't walk on, I'm not a dickhead. I picked <laughs> everything up. But then after I picked everything up, he kind of looked at me and I, I could tell that he was thinking, okay, you, you have to give me some money now after all that shit. And uh, I only had notes. I gave him like a 10 pound notes. Man, fucking fuming. Thank you for listening to an Englishman and Irishman. And uh, Scott, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others to find us. And talking of spreading the news, please tell someone about the podcast and help us reach more people. We'll be back. I don't know if you'll see us next week, but might you might do. Who knows? Um, with another episode at the same time, same place, next week. How yeah, that nice, happen? nice tease. You might see us next week, yeah. or you might not. Who knows? Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, 
lemon and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.